Welcome to In the Deep. I'm your host, Katherine Ingram. The following podcast is another direct message, and it's called To Be or Not To Be, the famous line by Shakespeare, spoken by Hamlet. To be or not to be, that is the question. Whether tis nobler in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune or to take arms against a sea of troubles and by opposing end them, to die, to sleep no more, and by a sleep to say we end the heartache and the thousand natural shocks that flesh is heir to. Tis a consummation devoutly to be wished to die, to sleep, to sleep perchance to dream. Ah, there's the rub, for in that sleep of death, what dreams may come? when we have shuffled off this mortal coil. In our time of so much trouble in the world, I think many people might be wondering whether to be or not to be. There are a lot of people, I think, who perhaps had never had thoughts of ending it all and who in this time might be having those thoughts arise. When troubles mount, when they amplify in a life, in a personal life, in a a societal context, in a political context, when people are living, for instance, as right now they're living in Europe with this, this dual threat, of potential nuclear war, and of energy resource collapse. There's a fear that runs through the hearts, especially in these countries whereby there's no, there's no immunity to that kind of fear. In other words, they're not used to this kind of disruption. I should say we're not used to this kind of disruption. Now, we have had through the pandemic, you know, a, a, a shocking change of course, and we've had to witness a world shutting down and so much disaster that ensued, loss of businesses, school children held back from normal development, so many restrictions that I feel were misguided, as it turns out, and as even the Institutions that imposed these restrictions are starting to admit just barely. I think they've got a long way to go uh, until they realize the full extent of their colossal mistake. But in any case, here we are. We have had to adapt to a tremendous adjustment downward in things we could expect and it could get far worse. And people naturally think, at some point, will it be worth it to continue? Will it be worth it to continue to be? There's a line someone shared with me the other day from Wendell Berry, the great sort of poet, farmer, philosopher. Be joyful, even though you have considered all the facts. I loved that. Even though we've considered all the facts, 
we're living in a very wild time that feels like there's even a quickening of the wildness that was already wild. It's getting more and more crazy by the day. And we've considered these facts. We're having to continue to consider more of them. Can we be joyful in it? Can we be still appreciative of life? And especially of the beautiful things in our own lives? That's really the question. Perhaps that's the better question, because the question of to be or not to be, the only way that one gets to make that choice arbitrarily is to either decide to continue or to commit suicide. But committing suicide, from my point of view, the worst thing about that is that you increase the suffering of others around you who cared about you, who loved you, or who might feel in some way that they could have prevented it and didn't, and so then are left with tremendous, perhaps, guilt. It's just a really terrible thing to add on to others' already existing burdens. That's, for me, the primary reason why suicide is not a good option. Unless, of course, uh, one is terminally ill and it's actually a lessening of suffering for you and one that everyone would understand. Just as we do with our pets when they, we see that they're at a point, many people do with our pet, their pets, I should say, not everyone, but often when the choice is presented and an animal's prognosis is such that there's no real life left, there's only pain left, we, in compassion, make the choice for a quiet, final sleep. We say even, he was put to sleep, or she was put to sleep. We do that for our animals, but it's been a slow process of that being allowed for humans. In any case, I'm all for that. If I were in a circumstance like that, I would definitely want an easy exit rather than just a dragging on of intense physical pain, which could only then be managed by being drugged into oblivion anyway. If one were lucky to have that medication at the time. So the real question, if we put aside, if we, if we say we disallow in our conceptual consideration, if we disallow suicide, as an option due to this, the wave of suffering it will cause for others. Then the question is to be committed to the life you're in or not to be committed to the life you're in. That's really the one. Committed to the life you're in, the life you're having, would involve a willingness, of course, to somehow keep a spring in your step, keep going, <laughs> keep showing up. It's always helpful, I say all the time, and lots of people say to find ways to be grateful, to find things you're grateful for all through the day, little 
little small things, good enough, that's all you need. And the smaller the better in a way because there's way more of them. And to really allow your feelings of love for what you love to dominate your awareness. So to be, in a way, an enthusiast, even if you have to kind of bump it up a little, even if you have to kind of give it an extra oomph, as we sometimes do, for instance, you might be going along in a dull day, but, you know, you've agreed to meet a friend for lunch. And you show up, and there's a kind of, you know, a frisson that comes when you sit down together, and you do feel a genuine energy that comes from being in the company of your friend. So there's a kind of almost an induced enthusiasm, but also comes naturally to induce. Well, can one, in the moments of dullness when you're on your own, can you induce a little enthusiasm committing to being here? Can you induce a little more enthusiasm so you're not just padding around having to do the laundry or having to add up a sum of numbers or whatever it is that might seem on one hand dreary? In fact, can you be grateful? Can you just say, oh, cool, get to do the laundry and get this all clean and nice and fresh? And okay, and I've got to do this row of numbers in order to file my taxes or balance the books or whatever it is that you have to do. Okay, that, that's a job needed, and I'm lucky to be able to do it. Lucky my brain works to even do this. There's a way in which one can use one's own attention to enhance experience, to sparkle it. And that, that doesn't mean that you are not aware of what's going on in this world. Be joyful, even though you have considered all the facts. That's the one, that's the challenge. That's the invitation, rather. Because obviously, if you're just, you know, if you're just asleep to what's going on, and you're managing to be joyful, well, that's, you know, even that might be hard for many individual lives, but many people can manage to just ignore and focus on relatively minor problems if, if they're focusing on problems at all. Minor enough problems that you can float along. They're just not that, not that relevant. But to really know this moment in time and to feel into the suffering of many people in the world already who are suffering and to know that this could happen to us and this, this trouble could come to our doorstep to know that and to still commit to being that's really the question anyway it's the one I like better to ask myself. We're all just making experiments with life as we go. We're, we're each so very unique. 
in what we can know, what we see, what we hear, what we taste. I find it very arresting when I'm with someone who sees colors very differently. I have a friend who, who she sees very different colors than I see or than her sister sees. Her sister and I see the same color, at least the name we give to that color. <laughs> we agree on the name, at least. That's turquoise. Yes, that's turquoise. But my friend might see brown, like something very different, like weirdly different. Weirdly to us who see turquoise. It's just a tiny example of how uniquely we're experiencing everything. Your experience is such a, a mystery, really, even to you, no doubt, as mine is to me. And one has to allow for people, of course, to make the decisions they feel are most true for them. And so this entire offering is simply based on my own experiments in life. For instance, I have had several friends who committed suicide, a couple of them in terminal illness, which was not a, almost not a ripple around them in terms of other people suffering, but some have committed suicide when there was no terminal illness, when they just couldn't bear to be any longer. And that left wakes of tremendous sorrow. So in my own experiment in life, in observing that and experiencing the question of suicide in these ways, for me, it, it's been taken off the table with the exception of any kind of physical pain or extreme limitation, such as paralysis, perhaps, that would make life too hard to go on in the midst of an already very, very difficult context of what I see as the world's problems. So for me, that those are the exceptions, and that's, that's the decision I have made around to be or not to be. Yes, I get a get out of jail, I get a, a freedom card to not be if it gets too horrible physically. So I've just reframed it to be committed to life or not. Committed to life, to engaging with life in a full way or not to engage fully, but to kind of still hang in here, maybe half-heartedly. I know that, that that's going to be the best some people can do and one has to say, fair enough. This has been In the Deep. You can find the entire list of In the Deep podcasts at katherineingram.com or on iTunes, Spotify, any number of platforms. We would be very grateful for a review and we would also be very grateful for any donations, the U.S. donations are tax deductible. And lastly, I wanted to remind our friends in the Victoria area that we are having Dharma Dialogues on the Mornington Peninsula the last Sunday 
of September, October, and November 2022. Till next time. Thank you.